Hello and welcome to the Inside My Mind podcast where I talk about absolutely anything that pops into my mind with me, Megan, your host. So today's podcast is hopefully the first of many to come. Each podcast should have a theme that runs through most of it. However, anyone that knows me well enough knows that I do tend to sometimes ramble on and deviate from the topic. So today's theme is all things that have kind of been happening in women's football in England at the moment. So I'm going to talk FA Cup, transfers and other news as well. So the first thing that I think I must address is the announcement of Sam Kerr's injury. So it was announced that Sam Kerr has done her ACL um, while on their Chelsea's training camp in Morocco. Obviously, devastating news. Most likely will miss the Olympics and she has probably now played her last game under Emma Hayes. ACL's injuries are... They are a really long injury, painful injury, quite mentally taxing. And Samka's previously done her ACL, I think, in 2011 and has had other injuries... She had, a, I think she did her MCL in 2014 as well. Obviously, we are seeing more and more ACL injuries in the league, especially. Obviously, Arsenal had four players out with an ACL. Um, obviously, Mead and Miedema have returned with positive news about Leah Williamson being, you know, uh, getting closer to fitness and full fitness. And hopefully, we might be able to see her have some minutes... Uh, in the coming months um, but obviously heartbreaking for Sam Kerr she's going to miss out on the Olympics and yeah uh, we're now kind of moving on to transfers so we've had quite a few transfers obviously the transfer window is still open um, so the transfer window is open till 31st of January so um, I'm sure that there will be a few more transfers, but some key ones I've kind of um, pointed out are, for example, so we're going to start off with West Ham. They have made some major um, transfers this window with the signing of Gotham's Christy Mewis, a US Women's National Team player, played at the World Cup, scored a penalty in the World Cup. Um so that I think is going to be a really interesting signing she hasn't played yet for West Ham she did not play in the FA Cup game um but I think she'll bring a lot of experience to the team um and probably some much needed kind of uh experience bear in mind they are fighting against relegation on the topic of West Ham you also had the signing of Katrina Gorey, um, the Australian, uh, who played such a key part in um, the Matildas World Cup campaign. Uh, incredible player, um, has been playing over in Sweden for the last couple of years, and I think it'll be great to see her. She did play, I think, 60 minutes in the FA Cup game that they had this weekend. Um, so I think it will be great to see how she develops in the league. Um, also within West Ham, you have had um, 
Shalina Zadorsky, um, who has come on loan from Spurs as well. Once again, I think some much-needed um, experience that needs to be put into that team. Um, so I think it will be great to see how they perform uh, when the WSL comes back in a couple of weeks. Um, so kind of the next team that have made some um, key transfers in the recent weeks, um, Charlie Grant, the Matilda, the one who scored a goal against England uh, just before the World Cup. Um, she's an incredible player, once again has played in Sweden for the last few years. Young player, has a lot of potential. Um, obviously, I think it'll be great to see her playing in the WSL. I think it'll give her a lot of experience as well. Um, and I think it really adds value to that Spurs team. They are definitely building. They are improving rapidly. I think their signings from the last couple of uh, transfer windows have really shown that they are you know, looking to build. Uh, one of the other transfers was Matilda Vinberg. Uh, quite a notable transfer, Swedish player, incredible, um, so yes, um, you've also got Chelsea who have transferred, well, in this transfer window have managed to get Natalie Bjorn, um, who was previously playing at Everton, she was rumoured to go to uh, Real Madrid, but obviously, She's now playing at Chelsea, uh, so that's. I think it would be interesting to see how she settles into that squad. And then obviously you've got Villa, who have now managed to get in this transfer window. Another Arsenal player, Noel Maritz. Obviously last, the last couple of transfer windows, um, they've had Jordan Dobbs, Anna Patton, uh, both from Arsenal. Uh, I think it'll be great to see her get some play time. Uh, she is an incredible player and I think Arsenal will really miss her. Uh, in terms of Arsenal, uh, in this transfer window, they have uh, sent Katrin Kuhl, the Danish player, on loan to Everton. Um, it will help her gain some experience. She's a young player, obviously not getting a lot of playtime at the moment in Arsenal. Um, and then obviously they made the signing of the... US Women's National Team's Emily Fox. So, and we saw her play in the FA Cup. I watched that game. I think it was, she did a really good job. Um, so kind of, well, might as well move on to the topic of the FA Cup. I watched a few of the games at the weekend. I watched all of Arsenal v Watford the extra time of Chelsea v West Ham and then I watched the second half of London City London City Lionesses versus Moneyfields. Um I've watched the highlights from some of the other games. Obviously Arsenal beat Watford 5-1 with Russo out off the bat, you know, scoring that first goal. Vulti then scoring that second goal, her first goal in over a year. Um then Second half, you had Blackstinius being clinical in goal, clinical uh, around goal once again. Um, then Illistad with a header from 
uh, a corner and then Marnham once again clinical in front of goal. Obviously frustrating that it wasn't a clean sheet um, and also they missed watching that game was painful at times. They uh, missed a lot of opportunities um, and that goal that they conceded. Um, Michelle Ajibang, incredible young striker, just capitalised on the Arsenal's defence mistakes that they made. Um, They just messed around with it in front of goal and, you know, Michelle Ajibang made them pay. Um, I think it was quite interesting watching that game because usually... Um, you wouldn't be able to play against your parent club. And Watford actually have three players who are under dual registration. So Michelle Ajibang being one of them, um, who are starters for their team. Uh, I think it was agreed by Arsenal that they could play in that game, which I thought was, you know, great. Uh, it would be good experience for them as well. In terms of the other games I watched, obviously Chelsea v West Ham, I watched extra time. I was keeping an eye on the score. Obviously, to see West Ham go up um, was incredible. I think that just shows that the the players that they are uh, have transferred into the team and that they are really trying to build this team. Uh, and obviously, they are fighting relegation at the moment. So it gives me a lot of hope for what we can see in the rest of the season um obviously then Mia official the US um player she then got the equaliser once again young striker young forward she's uh, very talented and then you obviously had Cuthbert and Beaver Jones making it 3-1 in the end heartbreaking for West Ham as they did they were so strong especially within that first half and most of the second half it was just them you know towards the end kind of tiring and uh yeah and disappointing but I think they can take a lot from that game uh another real surprise was Reading v Wolverhampton Wanderers they lost uh, 2-1 so Wolverhampton Wanderers are through to the fifth round of the FA Cup and I think that's incredible it's an incredible win for Wolverhampton um, I think it's disappointing from Reading you know they they were in WSL last year championship this year and they, they're not really even showing much strength in the championship this season they are really struggling um, obviously it was announced when they got relegated that um they were going to move back to a part-time setup, And I think it's sad to see kind of this step back in professionalisation of the game. Uh, and you would have expected Reading to win this. And they just... It was disappointing, to say the least. Um, then the couple other games that I think are quite notable, Man City v Durham. Um, Man City beat Durham 4-0. Man City very clinical in front of goal. You got Laura Coombs opening up the scoring sheet, then Jewel Rudd with two goals to her name that game, and then Mary Fowler finishing it off. Um, Man United v Newcastle ended five nil. Once again, very clinical performance from Man United. Um, good, good game for the likes of Nikita Paris, Ella Toon, 
Patey's Allen, um, some other key games, uh, London City London City Lionesses versus Moneyfields. Um, I watched the second half of that game, well, the last bit of the first half and most and all the second half and Moneyfields really held their own. Um, obviously London City Lionesses are a championship team, got a lot of talent of the likes of Emma McCandy, Dan Carter, Rush Little John, um, within their which they've inherited within their squad this season. Um, Bruce Littledon actually got her first goal of the season, opening up scoring just before half time, and then the result ended four nil. Uh, I would definitely say that that first half was a lot was a lot more cagey, um, and Moneyfields did really hold their own. Towards the second half, you could definitely tell that they were tiring, and that's where London City really capitalised. Um, in terms of other games, uh, on Saturday there was the game between Aston Villa versus Everton, and Everton beat Aston Villa three 0 It's once again another disappointment for Aston Villa. They've had not a good start to the season. Um, while they were, they did, they were in such a great position last season, ending the season in fourth. Uh, being semi-finalists for the FA Cup and I think Conti Cup as well. I think they were quarter-finalists in the Conti Cup. But um, it's uh, frustrating to see the talent that they have within their squad and it just doesn't seem to be working out on the pitch. Um, Obviously, this is not the only defeat. They obviously had a heavy defeat to Chelsea earlier on in the WSL season. Obviously, uh, were defeated at the Emirates to Arsenal, even though they went and uh, they went a goal up. It's um, frustrating to see. I think they've got so much talent within their squads, and especially in recent years um, and recent transfer windows, they have really gained some experienced players and some really talented young players as well. With the likes of Ebony Salmon coming back from the US to play for Villa. Obviously, they have the likes of Rachel Daly, who was top goal scorer in the WSL and is an incredible striker, along with right back. And then, obviously, they inherited Jordan Nobbs and um, Lucy Staniforth, uh in previous uh, transfer windows, in the winter transfer window last year. I just think, overall, it's um, pretty uh, disappointing and yeah anyways that is all for today um i hope you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast today if you guys have any ideas of anything that you want me to discuss on future podcasts feel free to drop a comment below or um, message me on instagram or facebook the handles are inside my mind blog although a case you should also be able to find my website in the bios Um, anyway, enjoy the rest of your day and bye.